Welcome to the Aquarian Intuitive Podcast, a show to help you raise your vibration and elevate your experience of life here on earth. Each episode, I'm going to hit you with little nuggets of wisdom that will help you shift your entire life from feeling stuck, unworthy, disempowered, and anxious to a life filled with balance, purpose, clarity, freedom, and alignment to help you remember that you have limitless potential to create a life that feels good. I'm your host, Veronica WK, a transformational coach, spiritual mentor, artist, and mystic here to support you in up-leveling your life. Now let's dive in. Okay, so I was just thinking about change and our relationships to change. Now, most people get pretty freaked out about making changes. Not everybody. I am one of the people that actually really likes change. That's not to say that it's always really comfortable. But on a whole, I would say that the average person experiences some kind of resistance or fear when change comes up, especially when it's change that isn't within our control. It's something outside of our control that is imposed upon us. So I was thinking about this and my brain always comes up with like metaphors. That's just how I break things down to make them easier for me to understand and then for me to be able to help other people understand. And I was thinking about like, have you ever, you know, been like, say you're washing your dishes in the kitchen in the evening and it's dark outside and out of the corner of your eye, you see like a hulking figure standing just outside your door. And you know, it, your automatic response is like, oh my gosh, who is that? You know, there, there's a guy standing in my back door or, you know, there's something in the backyard. Like your brain automatically assumes the worst. Like it's frightening. There's something scary out there lurking in the shadows. And that's because it's our biological response. It is there to protect us. Um, you know, our, our limbic system, our deep lizard brain is still programmed to keep us safe. So the hunter gatherer in us, you know, the hunter gatherers back in the day, had to look out for predators lurking in the shadows. And so they were always on high alert. Like it's a, it's a knee jerk response that anything that you're not expecting is probably something really dangerous, fight or flight mode, run. (laughs) And that is still lurking in our systems. Like our brains are still programmed to do that to a certain extent. So when there's something unexpected arises in our life, you know, some kind of a change or, or, you know, somebody hits us with something that we were not expecting. We automatically do that same response of like, oh my gosh, something is bad. I'm in danger. I need to freak out, run away or, you know, put up my defenses, whatever, whatever your defense mode is. That's what we are biologically programmed to do. So, you know, so you're washing the dishes and you see this like hulking figure outside and so you, you gasp and then what do you do? You flick on the back porch light and then you realize it's like your clothesline is draped with a dishcloth you forgot to bring inside and it just, you know, it's about the height of a guy or it's a tree with, a, you know, something hanging on it or you know, it's always something dumb that is not at all what your brain interpreted it to be, but just your brain automatically was like, oh my God, something scary. So that is the same thing with change. Like what we have to do is I like to say, shine a light on it. 
So when, even if it's not like change, it could be any situation in which you feel that fear response come up. So, you know, something unexpected happens or, you know, you, you decide that you want to make a change. Yeah. Like even if it's a change that you wanted to make in your life, like, I think I want to make a change in my career, or I think I want to move to a new city or, you know, something outside of your control. Like your partner says, I think we need to spend some time apart or, you know, something scary when you feel that fear come up. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is automatically a terrible thing. What am I going to do? Everything bad is happening. You know, you have to stop that spiral and you shine a light on it. Flick on that back porch light, that proverbial porch light, and look at what's really going on. And as soon as we turn on that light and we can stop and see like, okay, what is it? What am I afraid of? Is it, you know, so if, you're, if your partner says like, I think we need to spend some time apart. Are you afraid that it's because there's something wrong with you. You're unlovable. Is it because you're afraid that you will never find somebody else? Is it because you're afraid that, um, you know, they're cheating on you and that means that you are too ugly or, you know, not enough or, or something. Um, if you are wanting to make a change in your career, but then you hold back because it's too scary. Is it because you're afraid that you're not qualified for any other job? Is it because you are too nervous to put yourself out there? You're afraid of rejection. Are you afraid of what your parents or your colleagues will think that like, how dare you change at this point in your life or whatever? Like, what is it that you're actually afraid of? And then when you turn that light on it and you can see like, oh, okay, I'm actually afraid that I am, you know, I'm, I'm going to be ridiculed for wanting to make this change or I'm afraid of rejection. Well, what's the source of that? You know, as soon as you start this questioning process, you turn the light on, you see what it is that you're actually afraid of. Like, what are you really dealing with here? And then you can start, you know, inquiring why, why does that exist? And the deeper you go with it, I'd say nine times out of 10, you realize that those are false beliefs that you took on because of some experience you had when you were a kid or something that you picked up from your parents. So they might not even be your beliefs. You know, maybe uh, your mom didn't work. And so she had some shame around that. Maybe she was a stay at home mom and she had some guilt and shame about, you know, not contributing to the family's finances. And so you picked up that like, oh, I, I need to be a career woman or else I am shameful or, you know, who knows. But when you start the self inquiry process, when you turn a light on it and you look at what is my fear, where did it come from? Is it even mine? you know, why, why do I have this? Then you can really step back from it and be like, Oh, you know, it, it becomes disembodied. You can, you can like take it away from you. You can take it apart from yourself and say like, wow, that's not even my fear. That's something that is programmed in me from my parents or from something I saw on TV or from something some dumb kid said to me when I was in second grade because I totally have those things too. Like I recently recognized like in the last couple of months, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, oh my gosh, I have this deep rooted fear that people don't like me because there were two girls. I was new to a new school in second grade and there were two girls who were best friends and I guess they were kind of like the mean girls and they did not like me. I don't know why. 
I don't think they ever told me, but I just very, very distinctly remember that they were like, no, you can't play with us. No, we don't want to sit with you. Like, no, you, you are not part of us. And that was the first time that anyone had ever like not liked me, you know, in preschool, kindergarten, first grade, like we were all friends. It was all good. And then out of nowhere, it came into my realm of being that some people just don't like me. And it left me with this impression that like, oh my gosh, some people don't like me. And I interpreted that like deep down on a subconscious level, I incorporated that into my belief system that I am unlikable. And took it even further, I recognize now, that deep down at my core, nobody likes me. You know, it was like, oh, well, I have some friends, but they're not really my friends. Because then I had further experiences in life that built on that, oh, some people don't like me. Because then, like, in high school, I had a group of friends. And um, I was dating a boy in high school, my senior year. And he was the exchange student and he was my first love. I loved him and found out later that he was also dating another girl in our school secretly and all my friends knew about it. And I was crushed. I was crushed, devastated, heartbroken that, you know, this happened to me, that the person that I loved did this to me. And then I found out that all my friends knew and nobody told me. And so, you know, instantly it was like, oh my gosh, they're not really my friends. So the people that I had gotten close to from middle school on and built friendships with and felt really close to had betrayed me. And so that became, you know, it solidified the idea that like some people don't like me. And then it grew into, wow, even the people that I thought liked me deep down, they must not like me. There's something wrong with me. Uh, The people that I could trust, they're not trustworthy. So... You know, I mean, we all have these experiences too. So, I mean, the details might be different, but we all go through things that create these subconscious beliefs in our minds and we become them, you know, like we, we start to move through the world in such a way that those beliefs must be true. So I realize that now, you know, in my, my later twenties and now I'm in my early thirties, that I had this belief and I was moving through the world as if it were true that people don't like me. I don't make friends. And even though at a surface level, I could say like, oh yeah, I think I'm, I'm friendly. I make friends pretty well. People generally like me. But deep down underneath that, there was this current running of like, yeah, but not real friends. Like, yeah, I make acquaintances and at a surface level, people like to interact with me, but I don't let anyone get real close because ultimately they'll betray me. They won't really like me. So I didn't get close to people and I I did not have friends for a good like five years. I had like one friend and guess what? Our friendship ended. She betrayed me. And so, but I attracted, you know, I attracted that kind of friend because that's what my belief was. Like, this is, this is what I deserve. So, you know, as soon as I recognized it, as soon as I turned the light on and started doing the self-inquiry and looking at like, well, why do I feel this way? Like what's holding me back here and seeing where those beliefs came from and pinpointing, good God, that was second grade that this started. It was like, oh, 
oh my gosh, I don't have to believe that anymore. That was just something that poor seven or eight year old Veronica created in my mind, you know, and I don't have to believe that anymore because I know that I am worthy of friendships and that I want friendships and that I'm calling in people who would never betray my trust, who would have my back in any situation, you know, people who reflect back to me what I am reflecting to them, that we are worthy of each other's love and friendship. And as soon as I flipped the switch on that, and made that my new belief system, my new reality, guess what? I attracted an amazing group of girlfriends and that is the reality. Like, and I can be open with them and I have no fear of sharing my feelings and my thoughts and my emotions. And I know the same is true for them. Like we have each other's backs and it's just crazy because it really was as easy as looking at it and just being like, oh, I don't have to believe that anymore. I can see where that is just a false belief that I I mistakenly thought was true. You know, we, we turn the light on the scary monster in the dark. And then as soon as you see like, oh, it's not what I thought it was, then you can just dismiss it and move on. And like the brain literally forgets about it because it's like, oh yeah, never mind. I was wrong. It's not, it's not at all scary. <laughs> Go back to what you were doing. Nothing to see here. And it's that easy. Like it literally was that simple. And this all happened in a matter of like a two week time span that I flipped the switch on. You know, I turned the light on to see my, my false beliefs and then called in a new belief and manifested a group of girlfriends all within like two weeks. It is crazy and you can do it too. It's not that hard. So if that is something that you are struggling with or if you want some support around, let me know. I, I have been through it and this is just one example of how that has been true in my life, but there are so many different areas in our lives that that kind of thought patterning can happen, but it's easy to reprogram and I can totally help you with that. So in my uh, metamorphosis program, like that's the kind of thing that we look at. We're gonna look at flipping on the switch and identifying your false beliefs and seeing them for what they really are and you know, where did they come from? And as soon as you answer those questions, you cannot believe them anymore. Like you can just let them go and move on and then create new beliefs that are definitely more true for who you are, who you really are which is always a more positive thing, right? Like I know that I am a friendly person and a lovable person and a kind person and a fun person. And I know all of that to be true. So I can act as though it's true because it is. And then when I am acting and moving through the world in such a way that like, this is how I carry myself, then people respond to that. And you attract people who are looking for that. Oh, you're a cool person. I really like that. I'm also a cool person. Let's be cool together. It's that easy. So if that is something that you want some support around, uh, there's a link in my profile. There are, uh, there's more information on my website and I just put all this information on my website today, Friday the 13th. Um, it's also the Pisces full moon, the harvest full moon, lots of big energy today. It's kind of crazy, lots of downloads, lots of energy moving through. Um, so it's a very auspicious time to like let go of some old shit 
and bring some new stuff in, call in the good. Um, but yeah, I would love to talk to you. So hit me up, send me a message, send me an email, and let's get this party started. Thank you so much for listening to the Aquarian Intuitive Podcast. If you like this show and you want to know more, check out my website, www.aquarian-intuitive.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Aquarian Intuitive. And please, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know. Drop me a line. You can rate and leave a review on iTunes. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you thought, what you learned, or if you have something to add, absolutely please share. And if you have a friend that you think could benefit from listening to this episode, share it with them, pass this little nugget of wisdom along. So until next time, have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.